This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. I know that we've all been watching the new groundbreaking bisexual plus reality dating show, The Bi Life, every Tuesday at 7 on E. And we're privileged to welcome on the phone the host extraordinaire of the show, Courtney Act. Good morning, Courtney. Hi, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. We're so excited. Now, Courtney, before we talk about your fabulous new show, we all need to ask about Drag Race. You know, any other season, you would have walked away with that crown, sweetie. You were flawless. You were beautiful. You were on point. But I want to know why you've never returned for an All-Stars. Oh, you know what? I love watching Drag Race so much. And I I just figure I've entered three competition reality shows. I finally <laughs> won one on Celebrity Big Brother. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> Courtney, we had uh, Bianco Del Rio in and we did the Rolodex of Hate and she had nothing but lovely things to say about you. Oh, I love Bianca. I was just going to say the other day. Actually, I've got a bag. I just moved apartments in LA. Well, I just moved from America to London and um, I was packing up my apartment in LA and I had a giant bottle of 99% alcohol and a giant <laughs> bottle of spirit gum. Um, the alcohol is the cleaning lace from weed, it's not the drinking. Um, but I was like, who would want this? And I texted the uncle and said, do you want this two litres of alcohol and one litre of glue? And she was like, yes. yes. So I've got a bag because I've got to take her to her house tomorrow. Well, we heard you had a garage sale going on. Was, was, did you meet any weirdos? Were they all trying to buy your sequence? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's what it's all about. You know, it's really weird. So just as you at home who are following my Instagram story, I had a massive drag sale. Um, and I was moving out of my apartment, and I was like, well, I don't live here anymore. I'm just going to post my address on the internet. It's such a weird feeling. Even though I intellectually I knew, I was like, you shouldn't post your address. No. It's not going to end well. But it did end well. I just had a whole bunch of you know lovely fans come along and buy Courtney Artifacts. And yeah, it was a really fun few hours, just having like, 20 or 30 people in my home at the time wandering around rummaging through my thing. Well, I did get excited and I tried to convince my husband to get me a plane ticket out of this country so I could attend, but sorry, I'll, missed it. I'll just wait for eBay. There'll be something on <laughs> eBay soon. Courtney, you walked away winner of UK celebrity Big Brother and it was great getting to know Shane, showing the world that there was you know, a, a real person underneath Courtney Act, the entertainer. Was it a surprise to win as Shane being an LGBTIQ advocate? I mean, I, it was, it was Celebrity Big Brother Year of the Woman because it's a hundred years since some women, white women, got the right to vote in the UK. And from the very beginning, I was like, well, I'm not a woman. I shouldn't win this year of Celebrity Big Brother. A woman should win. Um, and it came down to myself and Anne Whittacombe, a you know, conservative politicians and in 23 years of parliament voted against every single piece of pro-LGBT legislation that ever came before her. Um, you know, she, she was against abortion, she for capital punishment, mm. she denounced climate change. Like, you couldn't pick two that were further apart. And when it came down to her and I, I was like, I know I'm not a woman, but I, ha- I have to win because yeah. Andrew <laughs> simply does not represent women in 2018. And I was just so grateful that when I came out of the house, one of the things I was celebrated for was those conversations, you know, with straight cis people about queer issues. And that people really appreciated 
and took the time to stop and listen, not just in the house, but you know, at home watching it on telly or on YouTube or however they saw it. They did. Shane, look, you did us really proud, and that's what I was going to say. You know, sitting here on the other side of the world, we all watch those conversations, and, you know, congratulations. Well mm. done. Oh, thank you. It was so much fun. Look, we are here to talk about, we've all now just watched the first few episodes of this fantastic show, The By Life. So, look, we don't want to give away any spoilers yeah. for those who haven't um, caught up with it yet. But can you tell us about the show? You know, is it like a bachelor setup, or, you know, is it experts setting up social experiments or is it just a bunch of hot, pretty Brit people, you know, making a mess of Barcelona? <laughs> look, there is a lot of hot, pretty Brit people, but the thing that I like about it is they're living in a villa together, kind of like Love Island. I'm like the queer Sophie Monk, really, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. um, they're living in a villa in, in Barcelona, but there's no prize, there's no competition, no one's competing for money, and therefore, you know, hopefully not likely to do things for the sake of winning. So with no one winning or getting voted out as such, how does that change the dynamic? Do you become a lot closer than, say, you would have in another reality show where there is a winner? Well, it just means that everybody's sort of there to serve themselves and, and like, serve, might sound corny, serve their hearts. Um, well, maybe they're whole, but, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah. um, they're there, you know, to have a good time and to have fun and to celebrate. And when that competition aspect's removed, it's actually really nice because no one's competing. So no. nobody needs to win. There's no competition. I know that sounds obvious, but it really, I think it really translates in the byline. I think you really get to see the, the characters or you get to see the real them. They're not trying mm. to play a character. So I think it does come across. Look, it's not all just about hot bodies and orgies. There are some very touching moments that do shine a light on issues affecting the LGBTQ community. We won't give too much away, but we do meet a potential date from Australia called Adam. Oh, my God. Who thinks that um, because the young lady might be bisexual, he gets all excited and, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden yeah. when she says, oh, are you bi as well? Well, he has a heart attack. He thinks automatically he's going to get a threesome. <laughs> and, and it is a difference, I think, for... I know. Bless Adam. He, he was hot. He was hot, but he was just like, he was like, oh, yeah, you're oh, bisexual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to bring other women into the bedroom, that sounds good to me. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, no, that's not what I was talking about. No. And that's, you know, that's the reality of something that bisexual women face so often is being fantasised by straight men like that. Mm. And the same then for bi men. I think that, that you know, straight women look at them a lot differently. You know, it would, you could see that as well with one of the dates yeah. there, I believe, with Ryan. You know, he, you know, you could see the shock in her eyes yeah. at the beginning. I noticed you remembered Ryan's name, but you couldn't remember Daisy's name. Mm. Well... I'm going to say, look, Daisy was lovely. She had the best boobs I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to say Daisy was thing. Look, they were all hot. But Ryan had the best boobs ever as well, quite frankly. Courtney, we've got, is it a 40-something, I can't think of the exact percentage, um, of people don't identify as either straight or, or, or gay as such. So how important is this show in terms of breaking down those barriers and getting bisexuality out there in the media? It's so important. And I think, look, the reality is, like, maybe we, we needed the binary for so long. Like, I've grown up in the gay community in Sydney, you know, as a gay man. And then as the conversation evolved and as these new ideas and concepts sort of came to light about things maybe not needing to be binary, I realised that those things suited my identity a lot more. And it was a term, it was a term genderqueer that really helped me 
embrace my my gender identity. It was just hearing somebody in pop culture talk about the idea that gender didn't have to be binary that set me free. And then hearing the term pansexual and realizing that there was that you could be attracted to men mm. and that you could be attracted to other genders as well. And you know, I'm not I'm not wandering down the street looking at women saying like, "Oh yeah, I want to stick it in her." Um, <laughs> but I have you know had intimate relations with women, cis and trans, and I've and I like I mean, Lace Ashley, Jamie Wilson, some of my like Instagram crushes are mm. both hot trans men. And I'm not going to limit my sexuality just because I'm supposed to. I'm gonna I'm gonna think people are attractive and have attractions and romantic and or sexual relations with them because that's how I feel. And I think in that study, they also asked people the question, if someone came along and they happened to be a different sex than the one you're attracted to, but like they ticked all the boxes and, and you know, you were attracted, you found this attraction to them, would like, how would you feel about that? And most people are like, yeah, it's unlikely, but I guess it makes sense if that happened, then I'd go with it. And I think there's just really no room for that idea or concept. And I think the idea of bisexuality and fluid sexuality opens that up for people to, you know, have, just have more experiences and have more honest experiences. And um, I just think that's important. And I think, you know what, more than anything, I think it helps to break down the rigid confines of the heterosexual identity, Mm, and especially in heterosexual men. I think if we can start to tease out the edges of heterosexual male identity, then that can only be a good thing for everybody. And it's being attracted to the person as opposed to being attracted based on a label. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's what my that's how my sexuality mm. rolls. I mean, for some bisexual people, it's very much, you know, men, women, this reason, that reason. But for some bisexual people, it's different. And there's all these other terms. Like, for me, the term pansexual feels more comfortable for the way I identify just means that I'm attracted to the person, the individual, rather than the gender. And and that's kind of how I feel. But it means different things to different people. And um, it can, whatever your sexuality is, I think the most important message is whoever you're attracted to and however you're attracted to them, that's correct and appropriate. Well done. As Thank long you. As it's between two consenting adults. Courtney, uh, back to the bi-life. What, uh, what are the different roles that Courtney plays and Shane plays in the series? Well, um, Courtney's there for the party and Shane gives the advice. And now it's not because Courtney doesn't give good advice. It's just because I'm usually wearing sequins and sparkles and it's too distracting for anybody to listen when I'm Courtney. They're just, they're just <laughs> taken in by the, 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 the physical display that is before them. You shined in pink. You looked lovely coming out as Courtney. And you're right. And the poor Thanks Shane plays the, the fairy godmother, I'll say. Oh, He's the shoulder to cry on. Yeah. 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 Courtney, thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. You can catch The Bylife 7 p.m. Tuesdays on E, or you can stream the same day on Hayu as well. Thank you so much for Thanks, talking guys. to us. Thanks, guys. Lovely to chat to you. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. We love you here. See you soon. Love you, guys. Wake up with Tom and Warren, Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.